kill the coverage and then watch how quickly they forget the same issues people said that we cannot neglect welcome back ladies and gentlemen welcome back this is the sexual intellectual podcast and i am your host jd aka he who pods and today we got a lot I mean, a lot to talk about. Too much to talk about, actually. But before we get into any of that, let's start with me. And if you can hear the music behind me, excuse me, I guess we'll see how it comes out when the recording and editing is done. But if you can hear the music behind me, I apologize. My cousins are having a party. And so, uh, let's start with me. What's been going on with me? before we get to all of the things that are going on that I, I would like to discuss. And so for about a month, I had extreme issues with tech and equipment. And if you're seeing this, you probably realize this looks a lot different than it normally does. I've had to switch things up a bit. If you see me on some of my other podcasts, you can see that we've been switching things up there too a bit. The reason for that is I've been having issues and Unfortunately, a lot of the things I do revolve around tech and my equipment. And so when those things are on the fritz, it's hard for me to put things out. And so let me speak about the man behind the curtain. That's going to be a theme of this pod. And so let me pull the curtain back for y'all. After all that stuff happened with equipment, when I was able to finally get things going again, truly... I kind of lost a bit of my fire. There was so much going on with this war and that war and so many things going on with me personally that I truly felt like maybe I just needed a break from my solo pod, which is weird because if you know me and you follow me, you saw me doing amp shows and still on my other pods. And it, it sounds like, man, it should be easy to just go in there and do your 20 minutes, but it wasn't between my personal issues and everything that happened with the tech and the equipment and everything going on in the world, truly, I didn't really know what to come up here and say. And uh, it took a minute for me to figure out a few things. One, that I want to keep doing this solo pod while being on so many other pods. Number two, how did I want to do this pod, right? Did I want to continue to do it in the fashion I wanted to do it or did I want to make some changes since I've been on such a long hiatus? And so there are going to be some changes, which we'll get to in a minute. Uh, but I'm here. I'm back. I'm not going anywhere. And uh, I'm going to work to be better. Hopefully now that I have a new system, sort of, uh, I can begin cranking things out again. And so for a while, this may look like this. Maybe things will change again. Who knows? Uh, you know, the one thing about life that's for certain is things will always change. Change is the only certainty in life. I mean, besides, you know, death and taxes, right? <laughs> so uh, we're going to do a few things here. I'm going to introduce things a little differently starting today. <clears throat> Excuse me. Starting today, we're going to have some different segments, okay? And I'll introduce them as they come along. And so I guess... Let's get into our favorite segment, my favorite segment. Uh, actually, no. Let's just keep it real. There's a burning hot topic because the world is burning all around us. And perhaps it's not burning right outside your door, 
you know, if it was burning, I don't think my cousins will be having a party across the street. But the world is in flames in multiple places. And one of the places that has been a huge topic all over the globe for the past couple of weeks is the Middle East, right? The things going on in Israel and Palestine. And so I know people have asked me, am I going to discuss it? I know people are probably looking for me to discuss it, and I will. And so here's what I would like to say a few things. Number one, um, there are some people who think that this is a new war, that this is a new, uh, what's the word I want to use? Not battle, conflict. There are people who think this is a new conflict. It's not. This conflict has existed pretty much since these two places existed. Um, and I'm not going to weigh in on my opinion on the things going on on that land. What I will say is a few things. If you think this is a new conflict, I encourage you, I implore you to go online and do real research. Because this conflict is not new. It did not start a month ago. It did not start a year ago. It did not start a decade ago. It has been going on far longer than that. So I, I implore you to go online and do your research, okay? The History Channel put out a video I think it was an episode and it's available on YouTube. They have not paid me. <clears throat> they have not paid me. This is not a sponsorship, but if you want information that has nothing to do with the news, that has nothing to do with opinions, the History Channel put out something like five years ago about the beginning of this conflict. It popped up on my YouTube recommendations when the conflict got to the point where everyone was speaking about it a couple weeks ago. But it is a video that happened five years ago uh, that was released five years ago on the History Channel's YouTube. Also, it's not hard to find information if you want just the facts. If you go and look things up, it's easy to search. When did this conflict start? How did this conflict start? As opposed to the opinions of podcasters, the opinions of news companies, the opinions of mainstream media. Because the fact is, most places today are not simply reporting the facts. There's not really a quote-unquote fair and balanced news source uh, today. And some people may argue that there are. Cool. But overwhelmingly, what we see are opinion pieces and political commentary. And that's why I'm saying I implore you to go and do your own research. I implore you to go and find out things for yourself. Because that way you will be able to have the information and not just opinions. I now would like to discuss some of the things that have been happening since we last potted. Since we last saw each other. And shout out to y'all before I move forward. Shout out to y'all for... Being here with me, listening, viewing, I salute you, I appreciate you. There have been a lot of things going on since this uh, 
mass media outrage has begun. And we've seen students get in trouble for protesting. We've seen universities demand list of students and graduates so they don't get hired. And we've seen Instagram. Uh, <clears throat> Instagram was flagging people who were reporting and posting about these things. They were even labeling them with domestic terrorism labels. And of course, blaming it on an accident and, you know, all of this nonsense. We know that's not true. And now there's a new thing happening where TikTok is not only threatening to take down your post when you post about these things, they are taking down your post, even if it's fact-based. And they're also saying they are threatening to close your account, suspend your account if you continue to post about the conflict. This is not okay. You see, when we begin to speak about the freedoms of expression and you get to a point where people don't want you expressing the facts and reporting the news, this is a big red flag. And so there've been a lot of red flags that I have seen since this has begun. For a university to give out lists, for a university to suspend people, for huge organizations to say, hey, if you're protesting this at all, we refuse to hire you, those things are problematic. This is not my opinion. This is a fact. This is a problem. This is not how this nation was set up to run. And so if this is happening today, this is a problem. You should be aware of it. And that is something that you should also keep an eye on. Because when we get to a point where you can't speak out or speak freely, then we are in a dangerous place. Because that means many of the things that were fought for at the inception of this nation are on the line, right? We're getting to a point where perhaps they may not exist anymore. And that is not something that we want. That's not a place that we should want to get to. <clears throat> Sorry, my voice is a little weird today. I'm not sure why. When we get to a point where people are basically being doxxed, their information is being leaked, and platforms are threatening to shut down your account you know this is a this is this is really murky water because what i'm saying basically is this is going against the very principles and fabric that this nation was founded on first amendment rights are important i'm not saying hate speech i'm not saying death threats those are a totally different ball game that's not what i'm talking about but when you're saying someone cannot post an educational video, when someone cannot simply say, I think this is wrong, that is a problem. Those are not the things that our nation was founded on. Those were not the things, those are not the things that should be happening today. Especially when so many conflicts and problems are going on around the world. Because believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, it's not just Israel and Palestine that are having problems. It's not just body counts and death counts on large numbers there. It's happening in many places around the world, not just the places the mainstream media are talking about. I know 
that Israel and Palestine is all over the mainstream media. I know that Ukraine and Russia is all over the mainstream media. But these are not the only places where mass death tolls are happening. And so what I'm saying is, because of these different conflicts going on around the world, people should be able to speak up about them. Whether that's from an educational place like I'm trying to do, or whether that's someone simply saying, I think this is wrong. That is part of society today. This is not back in the days when you couldn't speak out and there were no platforms. If everyone is supposed to have a platform, we have to also allow people to speak freely. And so that's what I'm going to say uh, about the conflict and about the way things are happening. The next thing I want to say is be clear about what is happening. Who the United States is backing in each conflict is pretty clear. Yes, there are conversations happening about allies, about peace, and about reducing death and increasing aid. But when you look at the numbers, when you look at the amount of money, when you look at the amount of aid, when you look at the amount of conversations happening that we know about, because you know there's a lot of stuff happening, again, behind the curtain. The people behind the curtain, the people in the background, or as they like to say, Big Brother, they are making moves. And we don't know all of them, but look at the ones we do know about. When we speak about relief packages, when we speak about aid packages, when we speak about the military aid, when we speak about sending weapons, these are the things that will give you insight into who we are truly backing. We may not say, hey, we are at war against blank. We have not said that as of yet, but there are clear indicators of who we are backing in these conflicts. Again, conflicts with an S, there are multiple conflicts going on. There is more war and destruction happening than just the places that are the conversation of the month. And so if you pay attention, you will see pretty clearly with your eyes what it is that's happening. Because there are articles being written, there are uh, press conferences happening, there are documents being put out that are available to the public that tell you where we are sending money, weapons, etc. Okay? Please pay attention to those things because they are happening in real time and they are available to the public. Okay? So that's where I'm going to go with that. Let's move on. So I know we normally do politics as usual. We will. And I know that that took up a long part of this pod. But don't worry. I've got plenty more for you. I just wanted to get that out the way first. Because people have asked me, am I going to speak about it? I see it all over the internet. And, you know, it is something that is everywhere right now. So I just wanted to discuss that kind of burning hot topic first 
before we get into the other things I'd like to discuss. And so, y'all know the theme of this pod is basically information-based, educational-based. I try to do less of my opinion and more of information sharing. And so, I think a new way to do that is kind of to just share some headlines with you guys or give you guys some homework, so to, so to speak. And so, a new segment I'd like to introduce. This is called The Quickies, okay? Each of these topics are just going to be a quickie. Yeah, I know what I'm saying. Just like when you only got a few minutes before you're leaving to work and you want to get some fun in. Or when the kid's about to come home because they're getting dropped off. You say, man, we only got a few more minutes. Let's get one more round in. A quickie, like the Miguel song. And so that's what we're going to get into. That's our new segment. Our new segment is called A Quickie. And so today I've got a couple quickies for y'all. It's going to be a couple quick rounds, right? Kind of like the lightning round, if you will. And so I'm going to just read off some things and let y'all know what's going on. Some things you may want to look into. And so, really quick, you may have not have noticed, but the Threads app has had a huge rise from its start, its launch, and a huge fall back down. Some people are using Threads to do great things. But their numbers, which they boasted about in the beginning, went from really high and record-breaking and dwindled down to almost nothing at one point. Today, I think they've kind of leveled out at where Threads will remain. But you can see that Threads has been integrated into Instagram and they're trying to get a bigger push for Threads. The reason for that is Threads is not doing as well as it did at its early launch. It has not replaced Twitter. A lot of the people said they would leave Twitter. They didn't. Don't believe the hype. Let's move on to our next quickie. The next quickie is, there are a lot of things happening with stem cell research right now. I saw one thing about human embryos being developed through stem cells and trying to basically get rid of needing a human to create a human. I also saw something just this morning uh, about using stem cells to cure diseases. And one of them is on the Wall Street Journal. It's saying that they are about to get FDA approval. So lots of interesting things are happening with stem cells and altering cells in ways to cure different things. And so the one this morning was about sickle cell. And so they're trying to use science to get rid of sickle cell, heal sickle cell, get rid of it moving forward. Very interesting stuff happening on the science end of things. All right, let's move on to our next quickie. I'm telling you all these topics, they just real quick, just a quick bang, bang. Thanks. That's it. How they used to say wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. All right. The next, (laughs) my next quickie is 3M. 3M, we spoke about them months ago with the forever chemicals in the water and different things, but they have a lot of different lawsuits going on. There's a lot of different settlements coming from 3M. They got to pay a lot of people. A lot of different things are going on. Yeah, I might want to check that out. You might even be eligible for some of it. It's a wide range of things that 3M does, has been messing up on, and has to pay people for. Let's go to our next one. What else we got? Ah, this one you probably noticed already, 
But I'm going to say an opinion just for one here. You know, I don't know if you've noticed, it's hard not to notice, and I've discussed some of them on my other pods, but there are a ton of strikes going on this year. 2023 is like the year of the strike. And I got to be honest, I love that shit. I love that people are saying, no, we will not continue to allow these employers and these industries to just smack us around. We have rights, we are people, and we will demand better wages, healthcare, etc. I like it. I like the stop of work to get better things going for you, your family, your industry, your workers. I love it. And so we've had a writer strike, an actor strike, uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, <laughs> well, man, a Waffle House strike, um, Starbucks strike early in the year, Amazon strike at one point. Um, we all know about the uh, auto industry. It looks like they're coming out on top right now. Listen, regardless how you feel about what they signed on or what contract they re-signed for or whatever happened during that time of negotiations, I just think this is... Like, uncanny. Like, I have never been... During my time, I've never seen this many strikes across this many industries. Excuse me. So this is super fly to me. I love people standing up for themselves, rebelling, and saying, Hey, we the people need these things and should get these things. I love it. I'm very happy to see it. I just wanted to express that. We can move on. The next one is, and I think this is our last quickie. I'll check my list in a second. But a lot, and I mean a lot of politicians are in trouble right now. I'm not even talking about Trump and all of the things going on with him and his cohorts, if you will. But there are a lot of different level politicians I mean, it's a wide range of politicians that are under investigation, getting fined, getting in trouble, threats of getting jail time. Wow, this is wild. Again, I'm a little excited about it. I got to be honest. I know I don't normally say too much about my opinion here, but man, this is exciting stuff because it always seems like the little guy gets smacked around while corporations and politicians are able to do whatever the hell they want. And it finally seems like these things are starting to change. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm too hopeful. I don't know. But what I do know is this is really happening. If you go and look it up, there are a lot of politicians who are in trouble of some sort. Some are just getting fined. Some have had to step down. You know, there's all type of different stuff going on. Um, And some people, there's even jail time uh, There's even the possibility of jail time. Crazy times we're living in. And I just thought that was worth sharing as a rebel, as a person who pays attention to politics, as a sexual intellectual. It, uh, it excited me to see this. And I, even if it's not exciting to you, maybe somebody you enjoy, uh, even maybe there, you, you have some of the same principles or you share the same thoughts. That's cool. But you have to be honest and say, man, they're, they're paying attention. You know, and uh, we often see that that's not what happens. We see people get away with all type of things. And so I think this is this is interesting thing. Even if you don't like it, I think it's very interesting.
All right? And that is the end of our quickie segment. We got a lot of quickies today because I haven't been able to pod for a while. So I wanted to give y'all a couple quick bites, if you will. And so now we can move on. We leave the quickie segment. Um, ah, let's go to our term of the week. I always have internet terms that I like to discuss. I think we're going to start doing it on a weekly basis. And so this week's term of the week is imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome is something that I see people use in videos. It's something that I hear people say very often. And it made me really think, what is this? Are people using it correctly? Do I know what it means? Do y'all know what it means? Are, are the people using it wrong? I don't know. So let's talk about it. Our term of the week is imposter syndrome. I like to read definitions. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about the definition of imposter syndrome. And so imposter syndrome, according to the Oxford Dictionary, it says here, the persistent inability to believe that one's success is deserved or has been legitimately achieved as a result of one's own effort or skills. People suffering from imposter syndrome may be at increased risk of anxiety. All right. It says here, Harvard Business Review, they have an article that says, stop telling women they have imposter syndrome. And so in that article, they also have the definition of imposter syndrome. And so we're going to just look at a segment here that says examining imposter syndrome as we know it. Imposter syndrome is loosely defined as doubting your abilities and feeling like a fraud. It, it disproportionately affects high achieving people who find it difficult to accept their accomplishments. Many question whether they're deserving of accolades. Psychologist Pauline Rose Clance and Susan Imes developed the concept, originally termed imposter phenomenon, in their 1978-founded study which focused on high-achieving women. They posited that despite outstanding academic and professional accomplishments, women who experience the imposter phenomenon persist in believing that they are really not bright and have fooled anyone who thinks otherwise. Their findings spurred decades of thought leadership programs, initiatives to address imposter syndrome in women. And of course, let's go to Merriam-Webster, just so we can have a third and final source here for what the definition of imposter syndrome is. Okay? It says here, a psychological condition that is characterized by persistent doubt concerning one's abilities or accomplishments accompanied by the fear of being exposed as a fraud despite evidence of one's ongoing success. And so they added a little piece there that the other ones kind of didn't add. I think that's interesting. That's also why I like to use multiple sources with anything that I do. Uh, kind of a checks and balance system. So this is more about self-doubt uh, than anything else. And I think it's interesting because people often say, I have imposter syndrome. You have imposter syndrome. You're being a copycat. That's imposter syndrome. Uh, I think, as always, there's a mixed crowd of people using the term. There are people using it correctly, people using it incorrectly, and people just trying to use the trendy term. And so, I have no opinion. 
I just thought that this was something that was said a lot, used a lot, and maybe we should just share the definition for those who may or may not know. And so that is our term of the week, imposter syndrome. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for my favorite part of the show, politics as usual. Hit the drop. Politics as usual. There you go. Now, I don't normally use other people's social media stuff for what we do here. But there's someone who I think is awesome, someone who I follow, and someone who I find very informative. Their name is Under The Desk News. I found them on TikTok. I also follow them on Instagram. They are awesome at what they do. They are very informative, and we will play this clip from them. And so if you like what you hear, go follow Under The Desk News. There's a new Speaker of the House. This is Mike Johnson. He represents Louisiana. He's a Republican and a part of the Christian right faction of the party. Johnson is known for his support of a total federal abortion ban and the overturning of same-sex marriage. He once said that Roe v. Wade needed to be overturned because every American woman has a duty to produce one able-bodied worker. He also thinks that medical marijuana should be federally restricted and called it a gateway drug. He has extremely close ties to Christian fundamentalist groups like Focus on the Family and the Alliance Defending Freedom. In fact, he used to be an attorney and the media spokesperson for the Alliance Defending Freedom. Johnson does not believe in climate change. He does believe in conversion therapy. He supported Donald Trump's ban on Muslim immigrants. And in 2019 and 2020, he served on Trump's legal counsel for the Senate impeachment trials. He has actively campaigned against the day of anti-bullying and campaigned for students to have the ability to pray out loud in class as part of their First Amendment rights. He has never chaired a House committee and will be the least experienced Speaker of the House in over 140 years. He's also an Aquarius, for those of you who care. Shout out to Under the Desk News. I appreciate them for everything they do. And actually, I'm going to play another clip from them in just a moment. And so I just thought those were some really interesting facts that I did not know about the new House Speaker. We all know that he's a Republican. We all know that currently a lot of people coming from there have very old school conservative views. It's a theme we keep seeing. I am not weighing in on that. I just thought that information was worth sharing. A lot of times we see people take office and we see kind of this image of a person, right? We see the cool, calm and, you know, young Obama, we see, you know, the, uh, the media darling, uh, and the polarizing person that is Donald Trump. We see all of these different images of a person, but a lot of times we don't really know their policy. We don't really know what they support politically. We don't really know what their agenda is. And so I think this is a constant problem we have in this you know, public scene that the media kind of shows us this outward person, right? You know, JD, but you don't, you know, you know, you know what you see on the pod or you know what you see in public or you know what you see in a music video, but you may not really know what this person stands for. What is it that they're supporting? What is it that they're helping push? What is it that they're fighting against? These things are not known to us in the public. And that's not what's given to us, right? That's not kind of the messaging that's put out. 
And so anytime we could kind of go behind the curtain, I tell you that's the theme of this episode. Anytime we could see the man or woman behind the curtain, I think it's important that we do take a little a little look into that, right? We take a glimpse into what's really going on with this politician. And so that's why I wanted to play this awesome clip. Um, some of those things are not surprising to me, but that last part, not about him being an Aquarius, but that last part about him being the most inexperienced house speaker. Wow. That really says a lot, especially when you think about how long it took them to get a new house speaker after taking away after, yeah, taking away the last one or having the last one step down, however you want to word it. I think it's really interesting that that's who kind of stepped up and who got the votes because a lot of people actually tried. There were quite a few names that were thrown into the hat for the new house speaker. And now we're going to get into our last segment, usually my favorite, second favorite segment, whatever, it's always fun for me, and that is our sex talk segment. And so I'm going back to Under the Desk News. In things I did not think I would ever say, the Speaker of the House wants to ban butt sex? This man here, Mike Johnson. Mike Johnson thinks so much about banning sodomy that since the early 2000s, he has either litigated or wrote amicus briefs about how important it is to ban consensual sodomy. And for folks out there who are like, good, sodomy is not just defined by anal sex, but rather also oral sex. This man with his full chest says there is no right to sodomy in the Constitution. Yo. Once again, shout out to Under the Desk News. We appreciate you and everything that you do. If you don't already, I suggest you go follow Under the Desk News. They're on all the social media platforms. Very informative. Thank you for that. Now, let's get into it, folks. I don't know what is the problem. I mean, this is what's really weird to me, right? Everyone has their hard limits, and there's nothing wrong with that. But people should be able to set their own boundaries. Their boundaries should be respected. That should, that's never a question in my book. When someone sets a sexual boundary, it must be respected. Regardless what that hard limit is, partners need to respect those boundaries. But what a person does consensually is really nobody's business it's not it doesn't matter what i like or don't like what is the problem with oral and i don't understand what the issue is if you have a a strict view of anything regarding anal that's fine that is your right as a citizen, but it's also everyone else's right as a citizen to do whatever they want with their back door. If someone enjoys back door play, that is okay. It is consensual and that makes it okay. Now, if it's unconsensual, there are laws in place and there are people who should be tried for whatever criminal act they have done. Violations are violations, but banning something that is consensual makes zero sense to me. I don't understand what the problem is. It's really weird to me when anyone tries to outwardly project and enforce their views on others, especially in the bedroom. 
Whatever a person does in their bedroom, it is a private space. What we do with the lights off and the door closed or the lights on and the cameras on is our business. Not yours, Mike. Mike, you got to mind your motherfucking business, player. I don't care what you are, House Speaker, Republican, Christian, that matters none. What happens in your bedroom is none of my business. What happens in everyone else's bedroom is none of your business. Stay out of people's business. Backdoor play can be awesome, can be enjoyable for many people. Whether that is giving or receiving, that's up to them. Whether they do it at all or do it every day or never do it is up to them. It's not up to you, Mike. Mike, you got to relax. I don't know what the problem is. Clearly, you have a strict view and that's okay. But trying to take away people's rights to do what feels good to them is wrong. That's not an opinion, that's a fact. Consent makes things okay. And as long as it's within the boundaries that are set, these things are all okay. And so, if you thought you had a bad view of people going down on people's back door, of people eating the groceries, as they like to say, if you thought that was bad, Mike has outdone us, folks. What you do is your business. You should enjoy things consensually, and politicians should stay the fuck out of our bedrooms. I'm JD. This is the Sexual Intellectual Podcast. I'll see y'all again real soon.